this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. A pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly sponsored by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Crowdfunded comic for this episode. Well, it's going to belong to The Last Night of Twilight. Coming soon from the producer of Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs, Batman Beyond, Static Shock, and the new Batman Superman Adventures. Yes, the man is uh, a legend in animation. Pinky and the Brain sold right there. The Last Night of Twilight. What happens when you're broke, but your endless war against crime isn't over? The Last Night of Twilight is a story about an everyday superhero. He has no powers. He has no thirst for justice. But now his body is starting to portray him. But he just can't stop. Even a personal injury suit and losing all of his cool stuff won't stop him. His sidekick turning bad? That ain't gonna stop him. His former adversaries returning... Or retiring. Not returning. Retiring. That ain't gonna stop him. But age? Age is a son of a bitch. Age is gonna... Uh, it might stop him. It might. I don't know. Uh, we have a comic book here, people. Uh, like I said, it, it, the, 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 the team behind this... Mm, mm, I can't wait to see... Oh, I'm looking at this cover here, man. You got this this pretty dark hooded looking figure. And you got like, an, uh, like a walker. Like an old man walker. Not a walker Texas Ranger. Like a... Like a like a tennis ball on the feet type of walker. Oh, I love it, man. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, I'm into it. So uh, head on over to www.twinight.com. That's T-W-I-K-N-I-G-H-T.com. And uh, get in on this, man. I got a good feeling. And like I said, pinky in the brain. Come on. Come on. Age of Radio.
Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 374. The 374th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll of priorities, and I'll be going over the books of the future. The, you know, like the FOCs and the stuff that you should have already pre-ordered that could potentially land in your poll box next week, or maybe some stuff that you missed. Just the books coming out. Um, very, very soon from now. The stuff that you need to have on your radar, whether you're a speculator or you're looking for that new title to pop into. I gotcha. Um, yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about a place. I'm going to tell you a little bit about a place. A place you can get these books. That's 307nerdsforever.com. 307nerds forever. Dot com, And uh, when you're checking out their amazing inventory and incredibly priced stock, make sure you check out with code CHEERS and save yourself an additional 10%. And you're, you're going to be impressed, people. I'm going to tell you right now, I say it with all of the confidence I, I could possibly have. You will be impressed with Nerds Forever's Soivis. So check them out, 307nerdsforever.com. You can even start a pre-order pull list with them as well. Yeah, wouldn't you know? It's funny how all this stuff ties in, you know? Pre-ordering your books, me giving you opportunities and places to pre-order your books. There's no excuses, people. Let's talk about final order cutoffs. You gotta pre-order your books. You gotta. Um, I mean, I guess you don't have to, but if you're into maximizing gains, then cha. Um... Yeah, final order cutoffs, man. Uh, you have to order your books by a certain date. They don't get made. They don't get made. You don't get a bitch. Yep. Yep, when everybody else goes to the shop on Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll call it Wednesday for the sake of time um, that I've already burned up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to see all these happy people like myself going, Whoa, bro. 27 copies of Batman 118 like I just like I asked for three and a half week four weeks ago huh I didn't have to show up and wait what I have to be the asshole that like takes the whole sack off what what no the joys of pre-orders not to mention the money you save as well and if you are pre-ordering from a shop that's not giving you a discount then might I remind you about 307nerdsforever.com because that that shop they are uh, I mean I don't mean to talk tales out of school but they're fucking you because yeah nah, you pre-order your books you're it's it's your right to a discount let's put it that way so here we go uh, starting with the books coming out through Lunar uh, these are going to be your DC books some Scout books well, Ahoy, they picked up another publisher recently that I didn't even know existed, to be honest. I went through and I looked at their their uh, their, their catalog of titles, and I was like, yeah, I've never heard of any of these. But, hey, Lunar's expanding, and we're not going to be mad at them. The only reason I bring that up, though, is because who knows what we're going to run into on this FOC, you know? So let's uh, let's do this. Um, starting with Arkham City. The Order of the World, number four. This is the most underrated title at DC right now that Tom Taylor's not doing. Uh, this is Dan Waters and Danny, so if you read Coffin Bound, 
then and then you enjoyed the visuals and crazy storytelling types of that, then I think you'd uh, you'd enjoy this series. Not to mention all of the the heroes or not the heroes, <laughs> quite the opposite, uh, the villains or maybe to be reformed villains. We'll see. Uh, the the stu- uh, ten-eyed man. Enough said. You know. This one we're following, who is it? Uh, Dr. Phosphorus and Nocturna. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. We've got two covers on this one. They're not offering a 1 and 25 on this one. Hmm. Uh, Continuing on, due to be ordered by the the 5th. So I guess that's going to be Sunday. It gets weird around the holiday times, especially with Lunar, because they want their books... Like, the second they put out the catalog. So, yeah. Um, Batgirls, continuing on. Turns out this is actually going to be an ongoing, not a miniseries. So, from uh, Becky Cloonan and uh, Jorge Corona. Mm-hmm. And I know people have said, you know, the, 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 the art on this is kind of off-putting. Uh, but I honestly just... Jorge Corona is a badass. People really remember this is the same dude that's you know fucking you promise or not you promise me darkness. The me you love in the dark, and um, Middle West. And, yeah, no, it's, it's 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 that guy. It's just as he draws Batman and the Bull of Batgirls, more specifically. It is it is a little different, but I can get used to it for sure. I like seeing Jorge Corona get this kind of work, man. I do. Um, as far as me jumping on Batgirls myself, though, I'm not so sure about just because it doesn't really, I don't know, doesn't really feel like a, a title that appeals to me personally. Maybe I'll add it for the for Maya's box as her uh, collection grows. Dude, I got the, the um, Nerds Forever sent me the, uh, the the Wonder Woman day books and all about that that uh, princess or the like the young princess Diana they're both her and the two year old all about it so yeah, yeah I'm gonna start expanding my collection horizon for the sake of the girls uh, what do we got here we got uh, Hicham Hibachi B cover on this one and then there's a one in twenty five R- R- Ryan Gonzalez Ooh, snowman variant. Uh, Batman. Batman number 119. We do get the first cover appearance of the Abyss, or just Abyss, if you will, the new baddie introduced in 118 that we'll be talking about here real soon. Um, There's also, uh, what was there? I believe there was a cameo. Oh, yes, no, it's uh, not necessarily a cameo. They're they're naming the the heir to the... uh, the the Wayne Foundation, so oh hey, we're gonna see who uh who's taking over. We are. I'm excited. Very excited actually. Uh, so I'm trying to pull up my information here, and I'm stalling at the same time, and it's it's not working out well for us people. It's it's showing through. It's showing through. All right, continuing. Uh, what do we got for covers on this? Really, the A cover is going to be the one you want. We got the uh, the the oh, Francesco Matina getting the card stock on that one. That's nice. Got to love a Matina. Dan Hip getting a one in twenty-five. All right, let's take a closer look at this. So, I feel like this is going to be one of those variants. It's either going to be 
incredibly sought after or highly criticized. Like, I feel like this is very polarizing. Um, I don't know. I don't, see, I don't even know where I land on this. I mean, I w- personally, I wouldn't buy 25 covers to have this cover in my collection. Um, but once again, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, I don't know how far I would go to get this cover. Hmm. The more I look at it, the more I feel like people are going to be all over it. I think they fucked up, though, by covering a lot of Deathstroke's head. He got the shaft. Even though he got right in the front, he got the shaft. There's a 1 in 50 jock foil variant on this. Hmm. So now that, that's something right there you might want to keep your eyes on. We'll see. It all depends on who this, uh, this heir to the Wayne Foundation is. Because it even says in the, the, the kind of, well, in my notes here through Key Collector, they don't say whether it's a new character or not. So it could be a first appearance. I don't know. Uh, Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number 10 of the little 12-parter going on there. Uh, lots of trades. Oh, Batman Urban Legends, number 11. This is one I'm very excited about. Not necessarily for the sake of speculation, but the, for the fact that Mark Russell uh, is writing a Bat-Dog variant. Uh, <laughs> I saw a tweet he put out was it a couple days ago. He said, don't call him Bat-Dog because it sounds like or bat hound, bat hound, because it sounds like you're calling, or you're saying bad hound. Um, I, I don't know, I fucking butchered it. Uh, but I'm not going to cut that out. Uh, in fact, you should follow Mark Russell on Twitter. You'll get it better than I can deliver it to you. I'm very excited about this. Though. And the Carl Moster B cover on this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could see this doing well. I like the fact that Carl Mostert's getting some... Uh, Mm-hmm. Some cover work. Camo. Dig it. Follow Camo, people. He's been on the podcast. Oh, there's a C cover as well. What's going on here? Who is that? Oh, alright. I don't know. Um, Man, what a, what a creative team. <sighs> Gotta love it, man. Uh, very excited about this one, though. Alright, continuing on. We've got Black Manta, number five. Mm-hmm. Start reading Black Manta, people. I've been told it's all going to tie into Aquaman. The, the you know, the, the whole uh, Aquaman series coming out. Uh, also to be ordered this week, we got the eighth and final issue of the Crush and Lobo miniseries. Jen Bartel getting a card stuck on that. Anyway. Gotta dig that. Uh, we got Dark Knights of Steel, number three. If you're not reading this one, you silly. There's a Joshua Middleton card stock on that one that I feel is going to be... Hmm. That is fucking rad. I like the colors in those. Did he just slay Martian Manhunter or something? Is that like his goo all over the place? <laughs> goo. Um, no, 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 this Fuck. Are they going to come out of the gates next year? Right off the bat, first week, cover of the year, maybe? Being a Superman cover at that? Fuck Joshua Middleton. Slow down, buddy. Save some some booty for everybody else. There's a 1 in 25 Yasmin boot tree variant on that. It's rad, as they have been. Soul Plumber number 4. 
All right. Um, so I've continued to read Soul Plumber. Um, it's it's not it, it's fucking out there, people. I might have gotten a little too last podcast on the lefty for me, if you will. Um, I mean, take that for however you want to. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's it's fucking weird. I mean, what else do you expect? But it got weirder, which I wasn't sure was possible. Um, you just have to see for yourself. How about that? You know, I'll, I'll here I am saying I'm not sure it's for me anymore, but I'm still going to promote it, saying I want you to give it a shot. Because I, honestly, I want other people's opinions on this. You know, I hear it going uh, several ways. So I'm, um, yeah. yeah. I'm not in my own boat, that's for sure. But at the same time, I'm not. There's not many people on the boat of the sucks either. It's just fucking weird. Uh, so yeah, let's see what you gotta say. Oh, uh, Yannick Paquette. Oh, I fucking missed that name. That doesn't look like his art at all. Oh, I got somebody else mixed up. I, I was thinking of uh, a name that I forgot. Yannick Paquette. I haven't seen that name in a long time since fucking Nightwing Rebirth. Like, yeah. Wow. Good for him. That's a sweet cover. I don't know what's going on there, but it's interesting. I like that art. Uh, Detective 1047. This kicks off the tower arc. Detective's going to go uh, weekly here for, well, about 12 weeks. Uh, Mariko Tamaki and Matthew Rosenberg still doing it, too. I mean, not doing it, doing it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, fuck. I'll have Matthew Rosenberg back on this podcast eventually. I should shut the fuck up. Um, that Lee Bermejo, though, good lord. Just so many potential cover of the year's first week. Fuck, that is good. Is that the best Lee Bermejo cover so far? I don't know. I mean, it's it's Bermejo dragging the Joker into Arkham, through the Arkham Gates. Uh-huh. I mean, it's kind of, uh, well, doesn't, what, what am I trying to, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Timing doesn't play, considering Arkham's not really a thing anymore, but I mean, it's still, cla- it'll be a classic cover. How's that? How's that? Uh, and then there's a 1 in 25. Fornis on this as well. And then there's a 1 in 50. Simone DeMeo. Look at that. Fucking A. A one in fifty on detective. Okay, um, all right. So because it's weekly, it looks like things are going to get a little uh, shaky here. Also due to be ordered this week, Detective Ten Forty Eight. Um, all great covers once again. Uh, this is fucking these A covers. Are they are they photo variants? I can't tell who's doing these. Irvin Rodriguez. Let me go back and look at the other one. Because it looks very... Yeah, it's Irvin Rodriguez. They look like they're photo variants. But they can't be because that's... I mean, unless it's green screened. No, that's painted. Whoa, Irvin Rodriguez. Look at you. Very photorealistic. Very, very. And I have a feeling that this 1048 A cover is going to do very well. I do. That looks like a fucking person's face. It doesn't look like a painting. But everything else looks like a painting. 
Huh. Is it Photoshop? That's fucking nuts. Uh, there's a 1 in 25 on this one as well. As well as a Bermejo cardstock. Uh, we've got Future State Gotham, number 9. we got two covers on this one. Uh, Green Lantern, number 10. Mm-hmm. Make sure I'm not missing anything here. Uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series, Eat Bang Kill Thor, number 5. One, two covers on that one. I am Batman, number 5. Uh, and then Matina's getting a, a card stuck on that one. That's pretty sweet. Kind of got like a... Terminator eye going on there. Uh, there's a 1 in 25 Nicola Simegia. Did I say that right? Cardstock variant? Somebody answer me right now. I'm talking to you. Uh, Impossible Jones. That's from Scout. In case you were wondering. No, it's not a first appearance in the DC Universe. It's from Scout. Impossible Jones number 3. Due to be ordered by this week. We've got the Joker number 11. Uh, we still have Tynan on this one? We do. I think he's going to issue 17, if I remember right. And that's going to do it for James. Um, let's see, a Jim Chung variant on that. Okay, I could see this one doing well. This is a Punchline Harley Quinn Joker variant. And, alright, I can s what the fuck? I just, I'm, alright, let's read the the thing here to see if there's any in, inclination if we're gonna get a, a f yeah, lady fight. The, the Joker is about to learn the harsh reality of the motto, don't mess with Texas. As the Samsons, talk to Samson, bring him home, as the Samsons bring him back home to the ranch for dinner. Am I gonna eat him? And there's a punchline backup. It says, while Harper Rowe has been making sure that punchline stays behind bars, her brother, Cullen, has been getting closer to punchline's fans. His new boyfriend, Bluff, is hiding a wicked, a wicked Dax secret that promises <laughs> to change the shape of organized crime in Gotham and punchline's role for years to come. Who is Bluff? Do I know Bluff? Do you know Bluff? I mean, he's a new boyfriend. Are we getting a first appearance in here that's not really solicited anywhere else except for in the solicitations? <laughs> we'll see. There's a Cal New cover on this that's going to do very well. That's fantastic. Joker Collector is going to be all about this. Carl Kershaw getting a 1 in 25. This is going to be one where, like I said, I don't know if it's going to be highly, highly sought after or people are going to pass it up entirely. It's hard to tell. Or it's so subjective. Uh, <laughs> it's a funny thing about art. The Joker presents a puzzle box number six. This is more Matthew Rosenberg goodness. Let's see, one, two, three covers on this. There's a Peacemaker on that C cover. Oh, we're promoting the, uh, the old, uh, yeah. I just watched the trailer for this before I, or for the, the Peacemaker series. Right before I hit record. So it looks like we're going to get a line of Peacemaker variants. Um, ah, Justice League Incarnate, number three. This is my DC pre-order of the week. We've got, oh, let me, let me I want to make sure I get this right. we got a whole heap of helping us stuff here. we got the first full, full appearance of the Nimrod Squad, which is the Earth-41 version of Image's Youngblood. So, take that for what you will, people. Mm, Universal Crossing Overs? Ah. 
And I really do got to thank Key Collector for this on this. Is it in the uh, description here? No, 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 not necessarily. Um, let me get the first full appearance of Spore, the Earth 41 version of Images Spawn. Mm hmm. And then, uh, let's, yeah. This is going to be big. I do. I, I really think it's going to be big. And I know DC spec is kind of bleh. But I think eh, just those—they're targeting a niche market for sure. But I don't know. I think there's something to this one. It is my my pick of the week. Um, no variants or anything like this that I'm seeing. Just the one cover. So making it easy for us, it seems. And I really think it's going to go under the radar too because it's—I uh, mean, unless you listen to this podcast or. You stay glued to the key collector app, uh, which it could be hard to do because they're oftentimes not always accurate. Um, yeah, and I'm—I mean, I'm relying on that myself. But they seem pretty confident about this, and I've seen some other speculators as well. Um, yeah, tout this book. So we'll see. Uh, Justice League Infinity number seven wrapping up this week. Justice League Voices the Legion of Superheroes number one. This is a six-parter coming out from Brian Michael Bendis, it would be. You got the gold lantern right in the front, too. Yep, as as he would, as he had appeared in Legions of Superheroes in number seven. So, yeah, um, sorry. Kind of a warranted yawn, though, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I, I really don't give a shit about this series. Could there be something that comes out of it? speculative wise yeah I think it's going to be a major sleeper book with a lot of possibility and potential because I mean really who fucking cares uh <laughs> my bad number three coming out of ahoy from Mark Russell and Bryce Ingham you better get on this one um um do I have this one added I might anything Mark Russell I'm usually about Speaking of Mark Russell, a lot of Mark Russell this week, people. He's a busy guy. We have One Star Squadron, number two. I think issue one shows up this week. We'll see. My lunar shipment is slightly delayed. Should be here this afternoon. Is that? I think that's in this order, which I'm excited about. Because have I told you about how much I like Mark Russell's writing? Let me tell you about it. Uh, Pennyworth, number six on the FOCs this week. From Black Caravan, a scout division. We have Providence of Secrets, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, two covers on that one. Uh, we've got Robin and Batman, number three. Oh, yeah. Some Jeff Lemire, Dustin Nguyen, badassness. Gotta love that. Two covers there. Fuck yeah. Can't wait to read this one. Uh, what is this? Satorial Geek? Number one, your favorite geeky lifestyle magazine is back and better than ever, and their first issue was Scout Comics. Okay, the Satorial Geek presents a best of compilation featuring old favorites like articles on fictional style icons, a Sabrina, Sabrina, the tip of the tongue to teeth the lips, Julian Titino Tedesco. There we go. A Sabrina Spellman cosplay tutorial and an interview with comic book and television writer Kelly Sue DeConnick. 
So it's a magazine. Alright. Huh. I'm into it. Is Kelly Sue DeConnick writer of 2022? How could we know that? I'm confused. Um, very, very interesting. There could be something to this. There could be. We'll see. I'm just going to niche market, but fucking A. Uh, Suicide Squad number 11. We've got two covers on this one. Kevin Maguire getting a fucking rad card stuck on that one. That's neato. Supergirl Huamath of Tomorrow, number seven. Two covers on that one. Nicholas Scott getting the variant. Another one that just... Fuck. That's good. It's good. I'm not even a Supergirl fan. But kind of... Rem- it's, it's like... Hmm. It's got a Frank Cho vibe to it. A little bit. Well, kind of Joshua Middleton in a way, too. One of his 7,000 styles. Dig it. Superman said a Cal L number seven. Gotta love this one. I'm digging this series, people. I'm digging the fuck out of this series. Uh, Titans United, number five. Two covers on this one. Cal New. Getting a... Whoa. Hawk and Dove. That's what's going on there. I was like, who are those people? It's Hawk and Dove. Mm-hmm. Black Zero Strikes. Who are you, Black Zero? Is that something I should know about? Who? Fuck. See, once again, I can't always say for sure if, you know, fucking DC characters new or not, because oftentimes they'll be like, hey, fucking, who have a ten-eyed man? No, it turns out he's been around since 1967. 60-fucking-seven. It might even be 63. It might be 72. It was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> numbers, am I right? So I don't know who Black Zero is. You know what? While I have you here, let's look it up. Zero, oh, yeah, uh, Black Zero is a thing. Type in Black Zero and it says Black Zero DC. Mm-hmm, this ambiguation. Black Zero is the name of several entities in the Superman mythos. Okay, so yes, not a first appearance there. See what happens when we research on site? Fucking A, we learn shit. I don't misinform. I try my best not to at least. Uh, Wonder Woman 783. Also, due to be ordered this week, there is a Will Mirai variant on this one. And then lastly, on the lunar order form, due to be ordered by December 5th. That'd be Sunday, people. We have World of Krypton number 2 with a Derek Robertson cardstock variant on it to boot. So, gotta love it, people. Gotta love it. Uh, But as far as the book that you probably should go... uh, Should I say big? I'll say medium size. (laughs) How's that for... (laughs) A certainty. Uh, In the Key Collector app. Justice League Incarnate, number three. I really do have a great feeling in the... Not only immediate resell value of that book but also uh, um, long term hold value as well I don't know that's just me now let's uh, let's see what the fuck's happening on Diamond's neck of the woods huh Huh? let's see here alright and the diamond catalog oh you motherfucker I was there and then I made a I wasn't alright let's start with no V's this week. Wow. 
Alright, well, where do we start? I don't know what to do now. Let's start with Titan. Alright, now you have until December 6th with the Diamond Order farm. Don't always recommend that you wait until the last minute, though. Um, however, there are times it does prove to be... You know, I'll get to that in a minute. How's that? Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. From Titan Comics, due to be ordered this week, Life is Strange, Settling Dust number three. There are three covers on this one. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. We've got Source Point. All right, from Source Point. Let's see. We've got a number one. We've got Blood on Sunset from Mark Donna and Arjuna Susini. Here we go. That was a long one, people. It's June 20th, 1947. Former cop Clint Braddock is drinking at a bar on Sunset Boulevard when he gets a call from his ex-girlfriend, Beverly. Is important? Bugsy Siegel's just been murdered and she found the body. She's terrified and needs his help. Fast. What the fuck is going on? I hate these types of fucking introductions, people. I do, but I feel like we need to know what's going on here. I can't tell if it's vampires or zombies or... What the fuck? Uh, well, it says blood in there. It's probably vampires. Alright, not your typical mob hit. It almost looks like the work of eaters. Mm-hmm. Amidst the cartage, Braddock finds evidence that someone may be trying to pin the murder on him. Braddock is part eater, and he's spent years keeping his true nature hidden. But it looks like someone knows what he is, and it is using... What? Oh, and is using it to implicate him in the biggest crime to hit Los Angeles in decades. Okay, we get it. He's a fucking vampire that walks among us, and somebody's trying to set him up to where he killed Bugsy Siegel. There. Let me write your shit for you. I gotcha. Uh, what? What? Fucking. <laughs> Interesting premise, though. I will not tell a lie. Uh, good boy. Number two. This is just a three-parter that's getting all types of attention, though. I still need to read my number one. Shit. I still need to read my number one. Uh, we've got the rise of Dracula. Number one. Why does it kind of sound like? Christopher Walken was coming out of me for a second. Got the, the rise. Sorry. Rich Davis. You know, it's the cult of Dracula, dude. The the thing that's getting a movie and whatnot. We've got the rise of Dracula. So, chapter two. In that mythos. Uh, one, two covers here. And there's a bunch of variants from... Well, that are exclusive to other stores as well. That you should take a look into. We've got Tales from the Dead Astronaut. Who did this one? I forgot. Jonathan Thompson. That's right. Um, this is issue number two. There we go. Uh, let's see here to give you a little bit. A uh, rock star stumbles drunk through the night in a realm of steel and blood. A shadow breaks through the light. Was this supposed to rhyme? Good job. Words echo through space with meaning. Scientists tool away. The dead rise continue. Ex continue to explode so maybe it wasn't supposed to rise or er, rise rhyme huh this is a horse story I dig it I dig it or do I I mean it sounds interesting I just missed number one so it's hard for me to be all about that number two 
What else is going on here? We got the fourth issue of Unborn. I think this is the final issue. Yep. Find out how this story ends. Cool. So, yeah, no, I love the first issue. And then I read the second issue, and I was like, I'm going to wait till the fourth issue comes out. So that's what I'm doing. Did you know? And uh, I'm, I'm very excited about this series, though. I think it's got a lot of potential. I think with all of the uh, the good things that Frank Gogol has going for him, I think uh, Unborn is going to be the thing. Uh, the Winchester Mystery House, number three. Two covers on that Quackenbush. That's a fun name to say. It's a fun cover. Look at you. Your art matches your name. Ryan Quackenbush. Oh, Tatiana's going to be pissed when I name, I'm changing my name to Quackenbush, and we're going to be Mr. and Mrs. Quackenbush. <laughs> no relation. Um, <laughs> what a cool fucking name. From Source Point, we go up to Oni. Do we? We do. One book from Oni on the order forms this week. We've got Season 6, Kaiju Mash Issue. Kaiju Max, not Kaiju Mash. Kaiju Max. Number five. So there you go there. Ah, uh, fuck. Come on. Lots of scrolling. Black Mask. Just one Black Mask book. We've got God Killer Spiderland. Number two. Here's another amazing name. Muckracker? Sorry, Quackenbush. It's not different. I haven't made it to the courthouse yet. Mr. and Mrs. Muckracker. What a fucking cool name. Ah. Who's in charge of these name namings? Because I like them. From AWA this week, we got a... Uh-huh. This is um, one that I'm not going to sleep on. The Fourth Man, number one. Uh, Mike Diodoto getting that cover, too. I dig it. So this is, I mean, it's another murder mystery type of situation. It's revolving around like a car dealership, it seems. But a dark comedy that I'm just, yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it for sure. Mike Diodoto on the art as well. <sighs> what is it? Jeff McCombsy? Jeff McCombsy. Alright. Lee Luridge? They, sorry, new names. New names to me at least. They are to me. Look at that B cover. <laughs> Raza. I dig it. <laughs> That's fucking cool. Neato. Alright, and then also we have Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal, number 8, as well as the fifth issue. Is this the final issue? Hmm. I don't remember if this is a... Regardless, if you're not reading Not All Robots, you you really are missing missing out. This is... This is going to be up in my Cheersy nominations for sure for miniseries of the year. Um, this is going to be a hard, hard decision this year. It really is. This, this, uh, I, I really think it's between this, just off the top of my head, my, my personal two top nominations for mini series of the year. It's between Not All Robots and The Me You Love in the Dark. It's just, fuck. I mean, but uh, we'll see how this, uh, fifth issue wraps up. Um, god damn, it's good. Granted, I'll probably have the Cheersies episode out 
before it wraps up, but as it stands now, Not All Robots still deserves the nomination. It's so goddamn good. Uh, Aftershock. Aftershock due to be ordered this week. There's just one book here. It's Cross to Bear, number three. So there you go. Uh, from a blaze, we know a blaze. How about Boom? From Boom Studios. Uh, see, this is why sometimes it might work in your favor to wait until Monday to put in your FOC orders because Diamond has a. Uh, they have this real problem, especially as of lately, with not giving me image art. I don't know what's taken them so long. You know it's done. Uh, but they're, they're just, I don't know. Maybe they just need to hire a better image art uploading guy. Because it's it's making it very hard for people to pre-order their books when... I mean, let's face it, people. A lot of pre-order appeal has to do with cover art. And if I'm only getting 25% of the image art that I need to be able to sell these fucking books, uh, then... Yeah... It makes it, uh, they're shooting themselves in the fucking foot is what they're doing, but I digress, here we go, from Boom Studios, and once again, I have almost zero images here, uh, we've got Basilisk, number six, we've got two, two covers there, uh, Buckhead, number two, haven't gotten around an issue number one yet, because it hasn't come out, uh, but, yeah, there is an FOC reveal variant on it, don't know what it looks like, but it's there. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer number two. Uh, I don't, I don't understand what Boom's doing. Buffy, call it something else. There's already a Buffy the Vampire Slayer series going on. I'm pretty sure, unless it ended. Now they're like, eh, no, that's ended. Let's do it. Another title, but this time it's gonna be a miniseries, and we're gonna confuse the fork out of ya. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it does have another title here that, yeah. Oh, look at that. When you click on it, you get the image art. You're just not going to give me the thumbnails? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's good to know. Let's see how consistent that theory plays out. All right. All right. So, yeah, click on the image if it's not there, and it seems to be popping up. Okay. But that doesn't answer my question. Oh, it is. Okay, it's Buffy the Last Vampire Slayer. My bad. It's not Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's the last. She's old. What's going on here? Buffy's old. Vampire Slayers do age. They're not vampires, people. That's why they kill them. They're jealous. They're jealous. Uh, so, you see, here we go. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 33. <laughs> Rejoice, Buffy. Fans, you get a lot to pick from this week. Uh, two covers on that series. Cursed Pirate Girl Devils. What? Is that really what it's called? What? Per cursed Pirate Girl Devils? Or is it Cursed Pirate Girl Devil's Cave? Okay, 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 okay. So, what? And the long-awaited continuation of Cursed Pirate Girl, her loyal companion, Pepper Dice. Yeah, we're having a kid called Pepper Dice now, too. Reveals that there's time to bring back her father, the pirate Captain Douglas. Alright, so apparently, Cursed Pirate Girl's a thing. So now we're on to Devil's Cave. That's what's going on there. Written and drawn by Jeremy Bastian. 
Gotta love it. $10? Jesus Christ. Get a hold of yourself. Good Lord. That's why you pre-order your books, people. Hmm? 20% off, $10 books, $8. How's that for some math? <laughs> um, it goes a long way when you're ordering multiple copies, though. It really does. You know, because if it is a long awaited as fan, they say here, you know, you know, <laughs> getting ahead of myself here. Um, ten dollars. That's is it a one shot? See, that's I mean, a one shot, sure, but I don't want to start a series at ten dollars an issue. That's asking a lot, Boom Studios. Uh, Dune, Whisper. Of Caladan. Alright. Uh. How many? Oh, fuck. See, that's what Dune does to me. Um. <laughs> How many? Oh, fuck, an $8 book? Jesus Christ. Two covers here? Is it a. Is it a one shot? See, Brian Hebert and. Herbert? Sorry. Herbert? Kevin Anderson? Jakub Rebecca Rebelka, sorry. Right. Yeah, see, because I don't know anything about Dune, I don't know. Can, yeah. You just use your own Dune instincts, I guess. Firefly, number 35, two covers there. Magic the Gathering, number 10. One, two, three covers there with the Hidden Spark variant. Neat art and yuckly. That is pretty neat. Uh, Once in Future, number 23, Boom's most slept-upon series. Whoa. Looks like a first cover appearance. Huh. I really gotta do a bingey binge and catch up on... Oh, what would it be, like 18 issues? Eesh. Um, Power Rangers, number 14. Mm-hmm. The rest of the Power Rangers retreat to save. Okay, cool. So I, I just saw a new Blue Omega Ranger, but it looks as though it's already uh, been a thing. I'm shamefully behind on my Power Rangers. That's what I need to do the next time I catch up on shit. I need to visit some Power Rangers books because it's just too good not to. Uh, there's really no reason for me to have never, uh, yeah, to, to have stopped. To be honest. So one, two, three covers on here. We got a FOC reveal variant done by Jorge Cor Jorge Corona doing Power Rangers. Look at this guy. Good for him. That is a good cover too. I dig it. I like his color palette. It's pale but bright at the same time. Gotta dig it, baby. All right, so it's boom from boom dynamite. He said with an eyebrow raised. Uh, we've got Elvira Meets Vincent Price, issue number four. Bunch of covers there, as Dynamite tends to do. Oh, fuck me. Uh, yep. Evil Ernie, number two. And it really looks like it's just the A cover. Oh, man. I like this very much. So let me tell you what I'm looking at here, people. Uh, we're looking at an homage to the Nevermind album cover. Nirvana. That is fucking badass. You don't have to worry about Ernie's dick being out, though. Don't worry about that. Oh, fuck. He's fully clothed. Leather and all. Oh, fuck, that is badass. I see Evil Ernie is also very, 
very near to the top of my gotta read pile. Um, whoa. Uh-huh. There's a TMNT homage. Ah, uh, fuck. See, I don't... Alright. Alright. Yeah, no, all, all of the evil earning covers. See, this is where Dynamite gets me. See, I am a sucker for cover chasing people. I just... The way they do their boobs, it's just a little out of hand for me. I got girls in the house. You know, I don't need them walking around thinking, oh, is that... You know, yeah. That's, that's all. But that doesn't mean Dynamite can't put out a quality fucking title. And... Very, very into this. This evil Ernie. Dig it. What is this? We got another. What's Panther? This is a number one coming from Dynamite. A lot of fucking covers here. They look all very redundant, too. What is this? It's not. I mean, it looks manga. What? Tom Snagoski? Janine Akison? Igor Lima? Judy Long? A cruel Egyptian queen eternally cursed to transform into a savage beast. For millennia, Pantha has endured her punishment for angering a powerful goddess, hiding herself away from the world and the ugliness of humanity. Her humanity, ooh. Uh, but now someone, something, is killing the gods, and now... So it falls upon Pantha to save the Pantheon. In exchange for her help comes the promise of redemption and freedom from her curse, but even that comes with the price. Featured in her own series for the first time in a decade. And spinning out of the pages of Sacred Six, Panthers back, bitches. It says it right there. There you go. So now we got a little bit of a thanks for that last sentence there. See, that's how you do a fucking intro. That's how you do an intro. God damn. Perfect. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13. Oh, there's a... TMNT homage. I don't know if it's a number one homage. That's the thing. Because we've already... I mean, as I mentioned earlier with the evil Ernie. And, like, the image that it gives me, I don't think that's the... That's the image that we'll, we would be getting. Um, yeah. Stay tuned on that one. Stay tuned for shout. And, and uh, see, I get a lot of... Yeah, and I, I think these these homages... I don't know. Would you like to know my logic behind these ones doing better than the last set of TMNT homages? Okay. And this is... <laughs> it's because it's not the, the number one, and they don't give an image. Um, so... Uh, huh. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be less ordered and because the number ones didn't do as well as we might have all kind of thought. Because I feel like they were highly, highly ordered. I mean, the fact that Mile High had them on the shelf says a lot because they don't order books for the shelf. Um, so that means they had a faith in selling a fuck ton of them. Didn't. So, yeah, that, that tells me that when a shop does poorly the first time around, they're not going to try again a second time. Thus, making these next batch of variants more scarce and more sought after because basic supply and demand. I don't know. That's just my 
gut feeling on this one. I'm going to stay tuned throughout the weekend to see if actual image art is revealed. But uh, I don't know. I'm sticking with that, though. I think that's a, a safe bet. And that's Dynamite. At least all I'm going to talk about with Dynamite. Otherwise, lots of boobs, people. Lots of boobs. From IDW, due to be ordered by Monday, we have G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, yearbook number four. We've got Star Trek Mirror War number three. Two covers on that one. And then we've got Transformers, Best of Optimus Prime. Oh, this is a best of like they did with the tran- or like with the Turtles. And it's the same type of... Uh... Okay, I see what you're doing there, IDW. I heard that IDW is losing their licenses for G.I. Joe and Transformers. I'm going to have to look into the truth of all that, but I heard a rumor. We'll see. That doesn't mean that they can't get them back, if that's the case, but like I said, i gotta, I got to do a lot more digging into that. But Hmm. We'll see. Uh, I don't know how collectible that's going to make things. Well, it's just a hard market to play into. From Dark Horse... We've got a number one. We've got Apache Delivery Service. Oh, shit. Matt Kitt and Tyler Jenkins. All right. A Jungle Whore. Bye. None other than Matt Kitt and Tyler Jenkins. Wouldn't you know? Two haunted men are on a hunt in the jungles of Vietnam searching for clues to a missing treasure trove of gold that was stolen from all over Asia by a Japanese general during World War Aye, aye, Captain. Eventually, they find a series of hidden caves in the mountains near the coast. Bodies start showing up. Murder victims and mutilated corpses. Mm-hmm. There is rumor that the caves and gold are protected by terrifying witches that have been living in the cave system for thousands of minutes. As are... <laughs> Sorry. I had to make it fun for myself for a second. It was losing me. As our warriors travel deeper into the mystery, they learn more disturbing facts about each other and become paranoid of one another as they get closer and closer to the gold, while at the same time a bizarre serial killer is hunting them. Well, that's a fun fucking twist at the end. Uh, I am a fan of Matt Kent, and I'm actually going to pick this up. Uh, Despite the fact that the... uh, the very long, drawn-out uh, description kind of lost me there for a second. Um, I'm, I'm into it. I am. Sounds fun. A new number one. What do we got here for covers? One, just two. Two covers. Uh, we've got Critical Role, Vox Machina Origins, number five, due to be ordered. Uh, we've got Critical Role, Tales of Alexandria, number three. Hmm? Yeah. How about that Critical Role? Uh, like the highest... Uh, Grossing podcasters, with the exception of Joe Rogan. Those guys are fucking rich, these critical role dudes. Daisy, number two. Alright, alright. I think Daisy, number one, is the only one coming out this week. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself, though. Hellboy, Bones of Giants, number three. We got May's book, number five, wrapping up some Jeff Lemireness. You know, I read issue one, I, th- I thought it was good. You know, but I, I, and I did actually, I take that, I I read, and well, it was good enough for me to be like, okay, I want to check out number two, and then I started reading number two, and and I I got halfway through, and I thought, all right, and this is either going to be a read it all at once, or, yeah, I don't know, it's just, that's how it felt with me, 
now that the fifth issue's out, we'll see how quickly I get around to it. Uh, no one left to fight. Part two, chapter number four, coming out this week. Two covers there. And honestly, let's say I look at this. I look at both A and B, and I think, why did you even need to do a B? Because it looks uh, like you just made the. I mean, no, I guess you you get into it, and it is different, but that's just so much, man. Can't tell what's going on. And it, the line works good. It's just it's overcolored. I'm sorry. The series is overcolored. Um, yeah, too much, too much. And this is come—it's coming from somebody that fucking loves color, people. Like I'm a color freak, but it hurts my eyes. It's too much to read. I'd probably be on it, but you know, uh, the Sword of Hyperbia, number one. If I had to guess, this looks like a Mignola. Sure does, Mike Mignola. Mm-hmm. Rob Williams. Alright, uh, probably a yeah, four-parter. Uh, I'll give you a description here, but... Yeah. Uh, it's within the... Okay, I, I can tell you it's within the Hellboy universe. Uh, there it is at the top, from the world of Hellboy. So there you go. Expanding upon. Two covers on that. So those are your Dark Horse books due to be ordered by this week. Let's talk image and wrap up these indies. Uh, Thing Called Truth, number three. Two covers, three covers there. Once again... Really? Does he need to? Oh, okay, I see, I see what you're going. I, I, I see what's... Gotcha. Uh, Department of Truth, number 15. Oh, that looks like the Mothman. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's see here. Went to West Virginia and tried to create a tuple of its own. See, I don't know what it's telling me there. Is that the Mothman? Is it tupla? Tupla? Tupa? Topa? See, I can't fucking say words. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yes, here we go. Mothman. Last word right there. Ah. Gotta dig it, people. Gotta dig it. Um, uh, on two covers there. I don't have an image. I do have an image. Oh, fuck. Yeah, a David Romero B cover. Very good. Very, very good. Uh, we've got Frontiersman, number four. See, Frontiersman. Remember how I had feelings about Frontiersman after issue number one? And I was like, ew. I don't know about specking on this one. Well, number two came in around. And I was like, oh. So, and that's kind of what I figured would happen, to be honest. I haven't gotten around to reading number three yet. But, um, you know, number three really is going to be a big deciding factor for me. Because, is it number one? Mm, no. But I also felt that the potential was there. Number two, it, it was fucking there. It was there for sure. Now it's just a matter of, can you keep it going? And if you can keep me interested, then I will say that, yes, Frontiersman is a series that we should probably... Yeah, but in the meantime, you know, if you've got that FOMO like I do, keep ordering number four, just to be sure. Until we can get that verdict. I mean, obviously, not based on my verdict. Make your own verdict. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what to fucking buy. I'll tell you what's good, but I'm not going to tell you what not to buy. How's that? How's that? Uh, good Asian, number eight. Everybody loving this series. I uh, want two covers on that one. I, uh, I bet, yeah, I don't know. People are saying it. it's series of the year. 
we'll see. We shall see. Uh, Inkblot, number 15. Uh, we've got Magic Order, number 3. And two, three covers there. Uh, maybe my indie spec book of the week. I don't know. I'm, I've got two of them, and they're both from Image. Uh, from Juni Ba. Is a mini series called Monkey Meat. It's an anthology. All right, buckle up. Another long one here, but I feel like we should uh, we should know. All right, so a new fantasy universe. All right, the Monkey Meat Company made its fortune selling cans of processed meat all around the world. Using that money to fuel their wacky experiments, they turned their native island into a magical hyper capitalist hellscape where even demons have to pay rent. Follow the lives of the creatures of Monkey Meat Island in this fun, action-packed romp. Each issue its own story. Okay, so it's like Ice Cream Man for those of you. Um, with this follow-up to... What? I can't... Jajal, there's no, those, that's not, not an English word. Let's put it that way. Um, all right, so yeah, now it's a cartoony type of stuff. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to read this as we go along here. I, 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 I yeah, order it. I, I, it's either gonna fucking be the stray dogs, or a type of. I don't, I don't. What am I trying to say here? Hype, or it's gonna fall flat on his flat on his fucking face. Like I really think it's gonna go one way or the other. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm actually in the boat of ordering multiple copies because I think it's gonna do well. But yeah, yeah. I, it's a new creator, so it's hard to say. Newish creator. Apparently, it's a follow up to Dijinja. There's, there's like L's and other letters in there too I couldn't fit into my mouth and that word. What the fuck? Um, the other one that I'm pretty sure is going to do real well is the Noctera special. That is the origin of Blacktop Bill. And yeah, I let this book get in a, a Netflix series and all. And I think it's a, it's a wise investment, I do. Um, I don't think it's nearly as much of a gamble, let's put it that way. Uh, Ordinary Gods, number six on the order list this week. We've got Savage Dragon 261. There is an origin story in here. Um, Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Spawn 325. Just two covers now they're doing. Looks like (laughs) Bjorn Baron's getting those A covers, baby. As well he should. That's fucking rad. God damn, that's good. Ninja Spawn? Is that who that is? Son of a bitch. So good. What's this B cover look like? Do we have an image? Carlo Barberi. I have no idea what's going on in this cover. I don't know what the perspective is. I don't know if... Is that a hand? What the fuck is going on there? It's like an optical illusion. Sorry, I, I, I really don't know what I'm looking at. I mean, I, it kind of looks like there's a foot down here of some sort, not like a human foot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know what this is at all. So there you go. Uh, Undiscovered Country, number 18 on the order form this week, as well as The Walking Dead Deluxe, number 30. So those are all of the indie books through Diamond that need to be ordered by Monday. Now let's wrap up the previews with Marvel. Uh, sorry, that wasn't supposed to sound all show many. I was thinking at the same time. I have zero fucking thumbnails here, so I'm going to have to click on all of this shit. Starting with Amazing Spider-Man number 86. Oh, nope, nope, no image art there, no image art there. So, yeah, save me some time. No image art there. Yeah, so my uh, my theory has now been shot out the fucking pooper. So stay tuned throughout the weekend, and hopefully th- this image art will be released. It's kind of shitty on Marvel's part or Diamond's part, whoever's fault it is. Whoever's in charge of this situation, the thumbnail guy, um, you're fucking up. You're fucking up, people. And I can't say, maybe you got one job. I don't know how many jobs you have, but whoever's job this is, you're fucking up. Uh, it makes it real hard to sell a book for you, Diamond. Because that's essentially what I'm trying to do here, is sell a fucking book for you. And it's hard to hype it. But we carry on. Amazing Spider-Man number 86. we got two covers here. Apparently there's a classic homage variant. I don't know what the fuck it's homaging. I don't know how classic it is. So, yeah. Blind buying it looks like. I mean, I have to, right? Being somebody that collects classic homage variants. I know that McCone is the artist behind it. Uh, Daredevil, Woman Without Fear, number three, or number one, sorry, of a three-parter before they launch into a Daredevil series featuring Elektra again. So it's all chips are the same creative team. It's just, it's a kind of a, hmm, a palate cleanser in a way, I guess. Uh, a whole bunch of covers here. One, two, three, four. Yep. And I have no images for him. I saw a Frank Miller variant for this somewhere, but I don't know if that's the A cover or not. No, it says Chris Pichalo has the A cover here. Huh. Well, out there somewhere is a pretty neat Frank Miller variant. So I don't know where that is. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, also on the order form this week, we've got Dark Ages number four. One, two covers there. No clicky images available. Death of Doctor Strange, Bloodstone. Number one, um, two covers there. Uh, Devil's Reign Superior 4. Number one, three-parter. Don't know what the covers look like. We sense in a pattern here, people. Mm-hmm. I wish Diamond can hear me right now. Or previews or whoever the fuck. Charlie in thumbnails. Sorry. Uh, Hawkeye Kate Bishop, number three, two covers there. King Conan, number two. Two covers there. Miss Marvel, Beyond Limit. What? Beyond. What? Uh, okay. Miss Marvel, Beyond Limit. I guess that's what it's called. Uh, I do have an image for this one, actually. Two covers. There's a cola variant there. Savage Avengers, number 28. Is this the final issue? It is. It is the final issue of Savage Avengers. Aww. Mm. Darn. 
Can you sense that I know something? Uh, <laughs> there's a Kyle Hodes variant that I would love to have an image of, but I don't. Uh, we've got a She-Hulk number one. Yes, a number one. You're not giving me any fucking art of. Uh, let's see how many covers we have. We've got a one, two, three, four, five. Five. Done by Art Germ and Hughes and Blayfield and Young. And I don't know who's getting the A cover. Jen Bartel getting the A cover. Fuck yeah. So this is the She-Hulk ongoing. We've all been waiting for people. Mm-hmm. Is she the immortal She-Hulk? Is Civil War chapter issue four going to start blowing up? Hopefully, because I speculated on it like a motherfucker when we start getting uh, uh, trickles of there being an immortal She-Hulk. We'll see. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 20, two covers there. Uh, my Marvel spec book of the week is going to be Star Wars High Republic Eye of the Storm, number one. I don't have any information on it, but I do feel like something's going to come out of it, as these High Republic books do. And at this point, I feel like a lot of people have Star Wars speculative fatigue, High Republic fatigue, um, because you know a lot of people are buying less now because the books that they bought six months ago haven't made them rich yet. That's their mistake, and because and then it's folks like me that are going to game off of that because you know as people fall off of these titles and they become less ordered upon, they gain more value because that doesn't mean that their uh, whatever happens on the inside is less value just because less people order them. Fucking duh. Just I don't know. Don't. Follow the herd, people. Don't follow the herd. Use your own guts. You know, um, there are still the, 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 a lot of real speculators out there still on and really believe in High Republic. I am one of them. Um, I'm probably more so than most, but or just as much as any. How's that? I'm not going to put myself on a pedestal. Just as much as any. There we go. Uh, what do we got for variants here? Just two. Um, I don't have image art for this. I did, however. Um, when I saw this, I, I, I went out onto the internet and I did find some image art. I don't know if that's the official image art, but I saw a cover for this and yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, well, it says right here, uh, March on Rose origin is going to be revealed. So origin story. What else does it say? Uh, in which the lie at the heart of his family is exposed in which the doom of the High Republic begins with a single kill. Okay. Right. I don't know what's going on here. Oh. Oh, we reveal the true origin. Oh, hold on. Okay, no, I, I, I misread all of that backwards and shit. I misread the back end, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You're going to want to pick up this book, people. I don't know. Um, it doesn't really give me much there. So, yeah. I had the storm. The Thing, number three, two covers there. Thor 21, said to be an origin in here. There's a classic homage variant that I don't have a fucking image for as well on this one. So I'll be picking that up blindly, I'm sure. Uh, Wastelanders Black Widow, number one, back on the FOCs. Um, I've already said like three episodes now, or pre-order this book. Uh, just because, you know, you need, uh, the, the second... 
Black Widow shows up in Earth 616, or just like old old lady widow, if you will, shows up in the 616. Yeah, this book's going to, I'm not saying it's going to be a blue chip, but you're probably going to at the very least double up, you know? And it's just a matter of time before that happens. Especially with all this Avenger stuff they're doing now, coming up here in 2022. This new multiversal stuff. Just saying, people. Uh, the Ten Deaths of Wolverine, number one. You're going to want... You're going to probably want to read this. I don't know, I'm just saying. Uh, what do we got for covers? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Done by Bagley and Cabal and Garcin and Hans and Jurgens and Kubert and Perel. Alright. So, there's a spoiler variant from Kubert. And a Bagley trading card variant. Fuck, I wish I knew what that looked like. Uh, Cabal getting Stormbreakers. Does that mean it's Venomized? I don't know. That's what Stormbreakers meant a week ago. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those are the books due to be ordered this week. I know it was a long FOC. I apologize for not getting one out last week. I think it's the first time in the history of the podcast I didn't get it out uh pull his priorities could be mistaken on that but i know it was definitely the first time all year if not maybe two years that that's happened um but during the holiday month and times and release weeks and stuff the order forms on <laughs> it, it just i hate to say it wasn't worth my time doing it last week because there were some stuff there's definitely some stuff that i would have you know fucking worth worth mentioning for sure but it wasn't <laughs> I don't. I don't. I. I really don't want to say it wasn't worth the time. There just wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot, and and what is confusing is it has been. Look at me and all my excuses. What is confusing is Diamond's website has been. Um. I. Yeah. I, <laughs> it looks like everything's back in order now. So yeah. I mean, don't worry, people. There's that that inconsistency was was an extreme rarity, but I'm back informing. So I'm going to take a quick little breaky prue, prue, breaky prue. Um, uh, yeah, um, I've been stalk- talking nonstop for like almost an hour and a half now. And I will be back in just a moment to talk about the books that should have already been pre-ordered. The books slated to hit your slots next new comic book day. That would be December 8th. If my calendar is correct, uh, hang tight, I'll be right back. Why can't he put you in the shark? Because you room? can't grapple a ghost. <laughs> Fucking obviously. You can't, he's a ghost. You can't grapple a ghost. Being cool as a kid, there's already a dead body involved. Exactly. Hey, fool, sometimes when you do some crime, people die, and it's okay. We're the Broken Lords. We provide the finest actual play rpg related nonsense this side of the internet follow us on twitter at lords broken and give us a listen on any major podcasting platform all right i'm back back to talk about new books coming out this wednesday or tuesday right now i guess more specifically tuesday as we talk about the lunar releases Coming out December 7th, starting with Arkham City, The Order of the World, number 3. Um, now, I'm, 
you haven't listened to this part of the or this episode before, or well, I guess not this episode, Polish Priorities before, for the stuff that I've essentially already talked about, I'm just going to fly through. I don't need to sell you on it. I should have already sold you on it. Except pre-order your books, people. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that, you know, stuff doesn't get forgotten about and all of that other stuff. That's why I still go through and take the time to remind you. However, uh, the, you know, the, the, the key book stuff, you know, the, 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 yeah, that's the stuff that I'm going to probably focus on a little bit more on this end of the podcast. So, yeah. Uh, so, here we go. Batman number 118 out this week. This is a book that I ordered a shit ton of. Uh, lots of great incentives on this one. Uh, I really think that the gold foil is going to do well. Uh, for those that went as far as to order 250 copies of this book, I don't think it was a terrible investment at all. I, I really don't. Let's see, what's the price point on this book? Is it a, It's probably a $6 book. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's only a $5 book because the A cover. I guess it depends on which... Yeah, well, the one that most people are ordering, I would imagine, would be the uh, the E cover. So, and that's that's the six dollar one there. So, yeah, no, I mean, fucking even at fifty percent off, fifty three percent off as a retailer, it's it's a big investment. Um, ordering two hundred and fifty copies, it that's a seven hundred and fifty dollar, bam, all on one title. Um, but like I said, I that gold foil variant, I probably. Probably a couple hundred bucks in itself, right there. Uh, if if not more, we'll see. I think it's going to be a very, very classic and iconic. Uh, probably one of the most iconic cover swipes of all time. You know, good job, Victor Bagdanovich. You are a, uh, whoo! You did it, buddy. You did it. Uh, you know, out of curiosity. Let's uh let's see what the let's see what the pre-sales on this are while we're here. <laughs> All right. On eBay. Uh, let's see regular cover. Looks like 25 bucks for the 1 in 25, which is expected. Sorry, I'm trying to is there a gold foil? Hmm. I know... Huh. Where's it at? Okay, here's the 1 in 100 silver foil. Uh, that's Canadian. That's 55 Canadian. Hmm. Oh, wait. Is that gold? Gold foil, Canadian, two hundred and seventy. Uh, like I said, I bet about mm, fucking two hundred bucks would be my would be my guess on the gold. Here's, uh, it's, but like I said, it's early. Very. What the fuck? This can't be right. This can't be right. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. So. <laughs> There was one on here. Somebody had the gold foil up for it looked like eighteen bucks. Yeah, now it's just the standard. Gotcha. All right. Sorry, I'm doing a little research here for you people. I'm trying to do the research so you don't have to. Let's see what the one in one in uh one hundred's going for. One hundred and twenty-five. Okay. Uh, 10 bucks on the 
one in fifties going for about fifty. One twenty-five. Uh, yeah, see, I, I, yeah, no, I think the 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 return on these are going to be real good. I really do. Um, like I said, seven hundred and fifty in, but just on the incentives alone, I feel like you're going to get your money back, and then you're booking two hundred and fifty copies at I don't know five bucks a piece. You're good. You're good. Now, granted, you got to sell those two hundred and fifty copies, but it is a key appearance, right? As long as Abyss holds the test of time. Yeah. I'm looking on here, and I thought 119 would be the first cover appearance of Abyss, but apparently there's a... Uh, whose exclusive is this? It's a Calnew Virgin set trade dress minimal... Huh. I don't know. 616? Is that a... I don't know. Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm off of this book now. So there we go. We, we talked about Batman 118. That's it's the big book of the week that you should be all be super excited. You know? Be super excited for. Uh, Batman 89, finally, coming out this week. Uh, we've got By the Horns, number 8. Oh, yeah, I know. It's not a seven-parter anymore. It's actually uh, slated to go 35 issues. Um, I know that from somebody that told me that worked close with Marcus on Nasso. As a matter of fact, he was the uh, one. Of, he was gonna be the colorist of this book. Now we got Cherry Blackbird number five officially out this week. Uh, Crush and Lobo number seven out this week. That Fornas variant's pretty badass. Dark Knights of Steel number two. Very much looking forward to this one. That Joshua Middleton. Mwah. Love it. We've got Soul Plumber number three. Uh huh. Kyle Holtz getting another rad ass variant on that one. Uh, Ginseng Roots, number nine. Ginseng Roots is back, people. And we got Gods of Brutality, number three. More from Scout Comics. Uh, we hey of Green Lantern, number nine. Ooh, wee. And a fucking sweet Alan Qua variant on that. That is gorgeous. That one could go down as historical. Jesus Christ. Historical. How's that? Uh, Joker Presents a Puzzle Box, number five. Two covers there. Justice League Infinity, number six. Mm-hmm. My Bad, number two. Yeah, that's that Mark Russell. That One Star Squadron. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So excited for One Star Squadron. Ranger Stranger out this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Snatched, number four, wrapping up. Mm-hmm. We've got Suicide Squad, number ten. Uh, incredibly underrated series from DC. Superman, Son of Kal-El, The Annual. We get Lex Luthor versus John Kent. Bitches. One, two covers there. Swamp Thing, number 10, wrapping up. Round B's little mini-series there. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Along with the... Okay, I was going to say, and the trade the same week, but no, the first, the first four issues of the trade. There we go. Uh, we've got Third Wave, nine-nine-nine, number one. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel like I should? Hmm. Um. Sorry, my my scout order. I feel like I should have had some third wave in there, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. And then we got World of Krypton, number one, out this week as well. That's a book that I wouldn't necessarily sleep on. People, who knows what pops pops out of that? Who's doing that series? Let's find out. Uh, Robert Venditti, Michael Avonoming. 
You never know how they're going to rewrite some shit, you know? You don't know if they can make important all of a sudden. Uh, so those are all the books coming out on Tuesday from Lunar. Uh, well, I guess technically the Scout books still have to come out on Wednesday, but those are all the Lunar books coming out this week. How's that? How's that? Uh, now we'll head on over to the Diamonds catalog here over the previews world once again, and on through Vault Comics coming out next week, a book that I am excited about. I don't think we have enough werewolf books out there. We've got Lunar Room, number one. Uh, I know this. I think this should have been out a week or two ago. Uh, maybe a week and two weeks ago. I'm not sure, but I, I, I could be wrong on that, and I don't want to fucking, no, I'm throwing shade or anything like that. I'm just saying, fucking, it's here. I'm, I'm excited. Um, so three covers on Lunar Room. What? What? That's weird. It's given me the, the incentive on this as well. Okay, whatever. Uh, Rush, number one, the second printing. <laughs> First issue was gnarly. Uh, very interested in that one. I'm going to keep that one going for sure. I think the second printing could be good. That's a gorgeous cover, too. And we got The World of Darkness, Crimson Thaw, number three. So those are your vault books out this week to look forward to in your boxes. Uh, how about Mad Cave? Anything from Mad Cave? We've got Wolvenheart, number nine. All right, that's your Mad Cave. From Fantagraphics? Nothing. Nothing. I got you all excited for a Fantagraphics book, and I'm going to let you down. Uh, Black Box. Black Box, we have She No Cage. Oh, I know this book. Uh, uh-huh. He's not credited? What? You c- uh, okay, there it is. Um, <laughs> no, Michael Yakutis. The uh, fucking incredibly up-and-coming artist, for sure. Uh, I think he colored this one. But, yeah, you're into that type of stuff. Shino Cage, there you go. So shout-out to Michael Yakutis. All right. Uh, sorry, I'm stalling here as I continue to scroll because I accidentally scrolled down when I was supposed to scroll up. AWA, we have Crimson Cage, number one, coming out this week, and Knighted, number two. Both very, very intriguing titles. Love an AWA story these days, people. Gotta love an AWA. Uh, Aftershock this week, we have Motherfucking Goose, number one. It's just a one-shot. Very excited about this one. I think I ordered a couple of copies, despite the fact it's a $7 book. Um, I'm not, as a retailer, I'm not ordering through Diamond yet. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I only have a Lunar account at this point, so I still order through my shop. Luckily, I do get decent discounts. Um, but nowhere near the retailer discount still. Um, now, if that were the case, if I were a retailer, I would have ordered a bunch of these because I really think this book's going to do well, especially with that Scarface homage variant. and It's Aftershock, so that ha- have that going for it. I don't know where all of a sudden this weird fucking accent came from out of my mouth. I'm going to stop that right now. Um, ah, motherfucking Goose. Tales of Motherfucking Goose. Sorry, it's Mother F. Goose, but... You know. Uh, Blaze. From a Blaze, we have... Laura. You know. Laura. Uh, <laughs> yep. From Boom. We've got Basilisk, number five. We've got Buckhead, number one. Gotta love a number one, right? A number one from Boom. From Shobo Coker. George... Combadeus, 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 
I didn't do that last time, did I? I apologize. Uh, yeah, we've got Buffy the Last Vampire Slayer, number one. A bunch of cut. Well, I say a bunch, two in a blank. We've got Magic the Gathering, number nine, coming out this week from Boom. We've got Mighty Morphin, number 14. Mm hmm. Three covers. Whoa. Who is that? Who is that on the FOC reveal variant? Is that that is is that Rita? See, I can't see her nipple cones, so <laughs> there's a sword in the way. That's how you know Rita, right? Her nipple cones. So I guess they'd be more like boob cones, but you know, she's a Madonna fan. Uh, from Boom, we go to Dynamite. Quite naturally, right? We got James Bond. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Rodney Barnes, people. That's Rodney... I'm choked on my my own throat there. Rodney Barnes. And we've got Nyx, and we've got Red Sonja, and we've got Vampirella. Huh. That's new. Just kidding. From IDW, we have G.I. Joe, a real American hero, number 288. We've got Star Trek Mirror War, number one. Hold on, so number three was on the FOC, and number one's just coming out this week? Whoa. Better be quick release times, people. Uh, we've got the best of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Trader. Remember when I talked about the Optimus Prime thing? It's very much like this one. Same line. It's a bunch of reprints. I'm not saying that was a bad thing. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of stories that probably be harder to track down because they're the best stories, right? Right? Fucking logic. Uh, speaking of Transformers, we've got Wreckers and Tread... Uh, no, fuck, said it again wrong. Transformers, Wreckers, Tread and Circuits. I don't like it. And it's not that I don't like the title, I don't like the title. <laughs> so, it's not that I don't like the book. I hate the title. Does that make sense? It's, it's, it's too much of a mouthful. Uh, two covers there. Eh, B covers, actually. Hmm. Neato. Uh, from Dark Horse, we have... Daisy, number one. That's it. That's it. From Image, we have a thing called Truth, number two. We have Crossover, number ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frontiersman, number three. Remember I was telling you about Frontiersman and how this is kind of a make-or-break issue for me, possibly? I don't know, maybe. Uh, we've got Good Asian, number seven. Everybody's favorite book that for some reason I'm not reading. Uh, Inkblot, number 14. We've got Lady Mechanica. Monster of Ministry, number one. Who do this one again? Joe Benitez. That's right. That's right. Gotta love it. Also out this week from Image, we've got Made in Korea, number six. Uh, that, that series coming to an end there, because it's just a mini-series. We've got Nita Hall's Nightmare Blog, number two. I haven't had the chance to... I don't think I've had the chance to tell people how I feel about issue number one yet. Are you ready? I liked it. And I gotta, I gotta say, dare I say, how dare I, uh, I liked it more than Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see what number two does. It was good, people. It was really fucking good. I, I liked Philadelphia. I'm still reading Philadelphia, so it says something behind. But I just, actually, I kind of read a little Philadelphia the other day. So, yeah. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. 
making my way back to it. Uh, we've got Phenom X number two. Apparently number one never showed up for me. It's kind of a shame. Uh, John Leguizamo. You know? Fucking A. We've got Post-Americana number seven. That series is wrapping up. Uh, we've got Silver Coin number seven. Who's doing this one? Oh, another jo- No. Ram V. It says Joshua Williamson. See, they got mixed up here, Previous World. Joshua Williamson did the last one. Ram V's doing this one. Oh, oh and it's going to involve poker. Or gambling of some sort, I would imagine. But that looks like a poker table to me. It's not a blackjack table. If it is a blackjack table, uh, you're, you're missing some detail. Ah, I'm not going to get into that right now. Looking. Whoa, that B cover is gnarly. Gax Velez. Gax. Oh, got a new name. Changing it to Gax. Fuck. That is cool. It's like fine art. It's like fine art. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe, number five. Wrapping up that little mini-series this week from Image Comics. We've got Two Moons, number seven. Two covers. Mm-hmm. How's that for numbers? Uh, Walking Dead Deluxe, number 28. One, two, three, four covers. And then we've got What's the Foythest Place from Here, number two. Oh, I wonder if I'm going to get my... Uh, my deluxe vinyl that I ordered. Were those all allocated as well? Somebody tell me. Somebody tell the person that's supposed to deliver the information to you. Somebody tell me now. Um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited about that. I, am. I wonder what those, those issue ones are going for with the vinyls. All right, let's head on over to Marvel. Huh? Let's see what's coming out in your Marvel boxes. This week, we've got Amazing Fantasy, number five. Oh, and that's the last one, because it's just a five-potter. Uh, a couple covers there. We've got Spider-Man, number 80, Da A Bay Bay. So they keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, two covers there. Mm-hmm. How about Captain America, Iron Man, number one? One, two, three Four, four covers, ooh. Death of Doctor Strange, Blade, tying in there. X-Men, all right, hold on, Demon Days X-Men Creator's Cut? Is that necessary? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's not fucking necessary at all. Uh, what are they going, what is she going through and fixing all the shit that she fucking didn't have the time to properly edit herself on the first time? But because she's so stylistic... Her work is always just passable. Yeah? Sorry. Did I just air out my grievances? On, um, yeah. Fucking Momoko. It's so weird that she gets her own fucking universe. She gets to just have her... I don't know. The Momoko-verse. It's silly. Uh, Devil's Reign coming out this week. Very, very excited about that. Choose your... Choose your variant. Uh, there's 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 a few. Uh, Fantastic Four life story. More Mark Russell. The man is on fire and cannot stop creating. Uh, yeah, this is one. I have issue one. I, I, I for some reason I must have accidentally only added issue one because by the time issue three came out, I was like, well, fucking where's issue two? And it wasn't available to me, and I wasn't gonna go and eBay that shit. I probably could go to Nerds Forever though. I don't know. 
But I, I need everything from two to now on this Fantastic Four life story. I do. The giant says Black Cat Infinity Score number one. I still stand by the fact that this, I really think that there's going to be something sleepery in this book. Uh, who knows what it could be, but uh, something important is going to happen here. I do. I, just, I have a feeling. Uh, we've got Hellions number 18 out this week. We've got Inferno number 3 out this week. Makes me sad. I'm happy and sad at the same time. That means there's only one issue after this week. And no more Hickman-verse. No more mutant Hickman. Uh, we've plenty of covers on that number 3, though. Uh, Marvel Voices Community. Which one is this one? Is this the native... Latin. This is the Latin one. All right. Yes. Else, else, else. I don't remember. The, all of these books, the, these voices books, have some sort of importance to them. Uh, some more significant, significant than others, obviously. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. Take it for what you will. Who knows what pops up in here. Lots of covers to choose from. It is a $10 book, though, so... You know, uh, we've got what do we what do we what do we got what do we got with my grammar? Uh, Star Wars number nineteen. Oh, and more on the Star Wars. This is probably my Marvel pick of the week. Uh, Star Wars Crimson Rain number one. Yeah, who knows what what pops off in here? This is exciting stuff. It's all important stuff that we're gonna see very soon cinematically. I would imagine. Could only imagine. Lots of covers. How about that fucking Raza variant? See, Raza, very, very underrated. He also had the best Moon Knight number one cover as well. Fuck, that is good. Really good. Uh, so, oh, no, then we got one more. We've got X-Men Legends at number nine, and that, that's going to do it. Uh, those are all of the books that should be available or in your pull list on Wednesday, uh, pull box on Wednesday. Um, so uh, fucking get excited, huh? I, I do think the Marvel pick of the week though is that that Crimson Dawn. I think it's uh, that's what I'm most excited for. But the the Devil's Reign, the Devil's Reign. Come on, very excited about that. Um, I, this is like Kingpin's Thunderbolts, I guess. Take that for what you will. But with what they're setting up here cinematically. Disney Plus and all that stuff, and I'm not gonna I'm spoil anything, give anything away. Not that I even know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's all just um, speculation. Are we tired of this word yet? It's the word of 2021. Um, yeah, uh, who knows? Fucking, you know, the rumors of the Thunderbolts and, you know, all these Kingpin rumors and stuff. Who knows? Uh, so dig it for what you will. But I hope you've been informed, enlightened, uh, inspired to purchase and keep dumping money that is this amazing into this amazing industry. So yeah, uh, remember check out 307nerdsforever.com and use code Cheers at checkout. Also, uh, in case you skip through the uh, the pre rolls for whatever reason, Cheers to Comics is also a retailer as well, so hit up shopcheerstocomics.com or you can also click on the store button through cheerstocomics.com and uh, use code PODCAST when you're checking out. 
And, uh, yeah, sorry for those that missed out on the Black Friday sale. Or, I guess not the Black Friday sale. I did a Cyber Monday sale. It was more like a Cyber Week sale. But it's over now. Or is it? Oh, no, there's still one more day if you listen to this on release day. Huh. You can use code CYBER and save 25%, but that code is ending in moments. There's still lots of inventory available. Head on over. ShopCheersToComics.com uh, Always, as always, I encourage you to leave reviews for this show. If you've listened to it this far in, uh, I've taken up 90 minutes of your time. Uh, let me take up two more minutes. Head on over and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or Good Pods, uh, wherever you can leave a review. You know, and make it your fucking Christmas present to Cheers to Comics for, you know, you've probably made some money off of this pod. You've probably made more money off of this podcast than I have. Huh? How's that for you? If you're a person that listens to my speculative inquiries, then, yeah, you've probably made more money off of this podcast than I have. Uh, so I, all I ask is to leave a review, you know? I'm not asking you to sign up for Patreon or anything like that. I took down the Patreon page. I want your money. I want your reviews. Uh, that, that's how that's how much more important they are to me. Your your reviews will lead to whatever. Um, so that's how you're going to do that. That's how you're going to do that. That's how you're going to do that. You like being told what to do by some fucking stranger behind a microphone? Hey, would you please do that? There you go. Ask nicely, right? All right, fuckers, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I command you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zucker. This is Mark Russell. Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the apocalypse is sure to have something for you.